how do we affect our environment? Not talking about um, going green or any of that. I'm talking about just living in a home, what we do there, the energy that's expelled, positive, negative, all of the above. The life that we live there. The celebrations of good. The mourning of bad. That energy that we expel, where does it go in home? Does it just stay in the walls? Does it stick around? Coming back out at unexpected times, unpredictably. Homes can be an interesting place for that, especially ones that are old. Many have spent time there and even new. Maybe many objects and such are brought in that have been around with many for long periods of time. On today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online, we hear about several haunted homes, or is it people? Be the judge of that. A young man cannot get over his obsession with a Ouija board. As it turns out, this obsession would end up tormenting him throughout his life. Then a pregnant woman and her husband are tormented by spirits who don't want them to leave their house. They put up every roadblock they possibly can. Help make them stop. It's a great episode. It's EPP bonus episode number 431 of Real Ghost Stories Online. My name's Tony Bruschi. Stay with us. curiosity to play with a Ouija board? Did you ever play with a Ouija board as a child? Anything happen? Anything interesting? For some, it was an interesting adventure. For some, it was a horrifying tale. And for others, absolutely nothing seemed to happen. I gotta be honest, hearing all the stories on these shows over the years, it has made me curious. I've talked to people that will very, very quickly tell you that is the last instrument one should use for any purpose. Others say it's exactly the same as all of the modern ghost communication devices that everyone seems to freely use. Not sure what I believe, but I do believe this. Anytime we open that door, whether it be through a Ouija board or some other communication device, We don't always know what's going to come through. We don't always know what the consequences to those actions will be. So whatever you end up doing or choose to do or not do, be careful. 
and treat it with respect. As you'll learn in our next story, it can get quite crazy out there. Take a listen. My name is Darren, and I'm from Oklahoma. About 40 years old now, and I've had a fascination with the occult since I was very young. I've had many bizarre experiences, especially with Ouija boards. I'm sharing this on your podcast as a warning to people that bad things can happen because of these, what I call, portals. Parker Brothers doesn't care if a demon possesses you or if you come under some type of attack from something you know nothing about. The majority of people in the United States hold a skeptical view regarding the scientific evidence of spirits or ghosts, and many people who believe in these things also believe that it is for this very reason that ghosts and poltergeists occur here and exist under the radar, so to speak. These Ouija boards are manufactured under the precept that they are mere toys. Let me tell you firsthand, they're not toys. It should be used with strict caution and probably should not be messed with at all. Other countries take a more open-minded view of spirits, demons, ghosts, and many, many cultures have based entire religions from these beliefs. During my experiences with Ouija boards, one particular spirit always seemed compelled to make its presence known. I'll hold off on its name. Today I refuse to even pronounce its name as I believe the mere pronunciation of it can cause it to manifest itself so many times to count. It has at first pretended to be a nice spirit, or pretended to be whomever I was trying to contact. But eventually it showed its true self, cussing me, threatening me, and others present in the room. Once it actually cussed me using what looked like Latin or Hebrew and using biblical terminology. I was genuinely fascinated and startled by how many times this spirit showed up. Even in many different states and many different Ouija boards, It's always wound up being very nasty and commented freely about how it wanted to possess my girlfriends, take them to paradise. When he asked paradise, when I asked where paradise was, it spelled out H-E-L-L. One time after this demon was being extremely evil, I walked into my bathroom only to see my one-year-old daughter about to drown. Her mother had left her alone in the tub just for a second and somehow the water got turned on and was overflowing. Instinctively, she had her face tilted up and was seconds from going under when I grabbed her from the water. The next day, she was hospitalized for some weird internal infection and was put in isolation for 14 days straight as doctors tried to diagnose the illness. We almost lost her. And that was when I began to suspect a demonic attack. At the same time, my girlfriend maintained a trance-like state. Her personality changed from a very sweet person to withdrawn and uncaring. The demon said before this that it was going to possess her and eat her soul. I was recording music for a future rock project, and I remember jokingly asking if it had an opinion on what I should name the band. It spelled out Iron Tongue, which at the time I thought was pretty cool. Only later, when my daughter's tongue swelled up in the hospital to the point of asphyxiation, I realized that this wasn't cool at all. Her tongue became rock hard. It distorted her face, swelling up to where it 
hung grotesquely from her mouth. We took turns bedside at the hospital for what seemed like forever before my daughter began to recover from this strange affliction. When guests would spend the night in our house, they would claim that they heard frightening voices coming from inside the walls. Objects would be thrown across the room. Spiders seemed to come from nowhere. My girlfriend's brother, who lived with us, complained that he couldn't sleep at night because the conversations were so loud that he simply could not rest. He believed in ghosts and thought he wasn't afraid of them. He said that it definitely felt demonic. Lights would come off and on by themselves. Doors would open and unlock themselves. One night in our bedroom, a vicious laughter emanated from thin air. To this day, I cannot explain the terror in that laughter. One night I was awakened by what felt like hands on my throat choking me. I could not breathe. I could not scream. After about 30 seconds, it released its grip and I gasped for air. Same thing happened to my girlfriend the next night. Another night, me and her brother were standing just outside the back porch sliding glass door when we were talking about a supposed curse on their family. I abruptly exclaimed, I rebuke this curse in the name of Jesus Christ. I no longer finished saying those exact words when a deafening sound came and vibration struck the entire house with such an alarming boom that the neighbors came over to ask if I had heard something strange, almost like what you'd hear with a very fast-flying jet overhead, a sonic boom. I knew it wasn't our imaginations. I got out the ladder to see what had landed on top of the house, only to find absolutely nothing. Things settled down after that. And to this day, I believe that whatever made that noise also caused the disturbance to go away. For a while, my girlfriend broke up with me. I met someone online in another state where... I moved to be with her. She didn't believe in spirits, though. And although I knew better, I decided to make her a believer as well. Living in a very small town, there were no stores that sold Ouija boards, so I downloaded one from the internet. I printed it out, and to my horror, this same demon seemed to return. It said it came from cyberspace. And when I asked it where it lived, it spelled skull necklace we didn't think much of this until i asked it again where it was this time spelling mirror there was only one mirror in the bedroom where we were crouched on the floor and i heard a scream coming from her seven-year-old niece who was watching us with another young friend we looked up at the mirror and saw the skull necklace swaying back and forth with glowing eyes looking down at us my new girlfriend's son had hung the necklace on one of the posts of the waterbed hours before I downloaded the paper board. We almost jumped out of our skin. And although three feet of fresh snow had fallen that night, we all found ourselves in the front yard not knowing what to do. Scared, shitless, and frozen in terror. My girlfriend was so fascinated, she drove 40 miles to purchase a new Ouija board, much to my dismay. Next night, we had another session in the same room. The same spirit or demon immediately came forth, and even without me being a participant, my girlfriend's nieces were using the planchette and would secretly write down a color onto a small piece of paper and then crumble it up where no one could see. That's where we're going to pause the preview portion of this week's EPP bonus episode. 
of Real Ghost Stories online. If you'd like to hear the rest of the story and a story about a pregnant woman and her husband trying to pick up and leave, go to their new home. The spirits of their current residents do not want that to happen. To become an extra podcast person, a supporter of our show, you'll get access to all 431 bonus episodes, all of them commercial-free. The complete archive there for you as well, including advanced episodes of the show, all commercial-free too. And you can sign up, even try three days free of being a supporter, an extra podcast person, as we call them. Try it through Apple Podcasts for three days free. If you don't uh, use Apple Podcasts, you can become one through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or through our website, ghostpodcast.com. Check it out and help keep our programs on the air. Until next time, for all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening.